welcome to my podcast, Unbound, where with others, I talk all about people, places, and perspectives. If you love to travel, immerse yourself in different cultures, and hear all about amazing experiences of success, this is the place for you to be inspired. I'm so happy that you're here, so let's just dive right into this episode. I am super excited to finally get this going. Um, I have been procrastinating for a little bit, but screw perfection. That will just get me stuck in a place where I do not get started at all. So I'm not going to wait anymore to come up with the perfect intro, the perfect voice, the perfect topics or quotes. Um, My mindset is just that I will get something going and have fun with it. That is the whole point of this podcast. So what is Unbound going to be about? It will be about people, places, and perspectives. I'm going to be talking about different prejudice, stigmas, all sorts of diversity and travel topics. Through traveling, I have learned to have an open mind and one of the most important messages of the podcast and episodes is going to be, there's no one way to live life. Your reality is not the only reality. If it is someone on an island in Africa, somewhere in Europe, in South America, it does not matter where. There's so many ways to live and to look at things. And as soon as we realize that and just open our minds, life's so much easier. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was basically what I've learned throughout the past couple of years and I would just love to inspire others to just take that leap of faith and to make that jump and just explore. Um, Through traveling, we just develop new skills and discover new cultures. And to be honest, it has really brought me closer to myself and to others. So through traveling for me, it literally enhanced my tolerance for uncertainty definitely also boost boosted up my confidence it also really uh taught me some real life lessons and most importantly created um memories for a lifetime so i really want to talk about also race black and white asian and hispanic religion and beliefs so this can get touchy but it should not be so Being open and transparent about these topics is the key to eliminate those limiting beliefs. And I want to share what I have learned, who I met, and maybe motivate one or the other to, like I said, take that leap of faith and have a different perspective on some countries, religions, backgrounds, and just explore this world. There will be statements that you'll agree or do not agree with, and that's okay. It's all about that perspective and how everybody interprets it. So be kind to one another and um, how you interpret that information based on how you've been brought up or what your beliefs are. Um, that, you know, it's, it's up to you how you receive that information. So just be respectful of others' experiences. So why... Why do I want to do that podcast? What is the reason for it? Um, I literally live by getting comfortable by being uncomfortable because this is where the magic happens. And if I can just speak into one person, that would just make my heart happy. 
um, when I personally posted a video about lipedema in May 2020. I received so much positive feedback and it was such a rewarding feeling that was basically gained by just speaking about my experience and sharing and being vulnerable and open and transparent about it, even though it was super uncomfortable. So, you know, I'm doing that for myself and for others, basically just to inspire and motivate <laughs> and yeah so now to me and what this is going to be looking like I will talk about my own journey in this episode and basically then we'll just alternate between solo episodes and bringing someone on who I will interview um, friends that I have met along the way people that are super inspiring have interesting stories and if you have any requests topics or wishes do not hesitate to let me know I'd love to get some feedback and inspiration. So let's just get right to it. And I'm not going to go into much detail. That will come up in different episodes. But let's just basically jump right into it. My name is Sophia. I'm 23 years old and I'm from Austria, which is a really small country in um, middle Europe. And I <laughs> love to make the comparison that we got around, we have around 9 million people, which is basically less than LA County. And <laughs> Austria is like half the size of the state of Missouri. <laughs> um, people really like titles and are super academically driven and just a small place where people know each other and talk a lot. I have lived on three different continents. I grew up in Europe. I moved to the U.S. and I also lived in Asia for a while and I'm super blessed and grateful for all those opportunities. Um, I, to be honest, started to be rebellious <laughs> in my teen years because I just wanted something different. I longed for bigger things. So my first experience was being an au pair in the U.S. I lived in Missouri for one year, and then I moved to California for about seven months. So Missouri for me, <laughs> the beloved Midwest. I <laughs> decided to be an au pair. It was it's a pretty popular thing in Europe, to be honest. Um, after you graduate high school, it's basically like a gap year. And people underestimate it, though. It's like, oh, you're you're in a pair, so that's a super chill way to just live in the United States and do nothing all the time. Well, okay, you have a responsibility over children that aren't yours while you're basically being a teenager yourself in a different country that has, that's, you know, where everybody speaks a different language. Yes, I knew English. However, you know, not your first language. And the culture, different as well. So, is you know the responsibility is pretty high and I mean that being said as a host family I'm just thinking of my host family I I have lived with an amazing family I am blessed and grateful for them beyond measures I know that I always have a second home whenever I'd be at their doorstep I could stay there um and I learned a lot during that time so I was just um I was culture shocked a little bit, not too much, but 
um, I came to the Midwest and everyone in the Midwest is basically just super nice. People are open, rather conservative, um, but very nice. And it is, it's not really a Southern state, but like people are very Southern compared to the West Coast, at least in my experience. And um, when I moved to California, I just really noticed that the U.S. is such a huge country that it's, you could literally think you're in different worlds when you compare Texas to New York, Missouri to California. It is just completely different. So in Cali, everybody was artsy, super open-minded. Everyone's an artist, an actress, a producer, director. It's like the melting pot of the U.S. There is a lot of Mexican culture. I loved that I could literally walk down Sunset Boulevard and get my street tacos. <laughs> it's good weather all the time. Everyone's in a good mood. You're at the beach. You're, you walk down, you know, from Santa Monica to Venice. It's like super nice. Um, but what I've learned in California was, for example, the going out party life culture was just not my thing at all. I got there and um, first I was super excited like oh there's promoters everywhere and when you want to go out at night you just have to talk to promoter and they get you into a club for free. You don't ever have to pay for your drinks. Doesn't matter if you're underage but hey you're just judged by your appearance and if you do not look like what the security guy at the door is considering pretty you're not gonna go in but if you do look decent, a doesn't matter if you're 18. That was just crazy to me. And I also didn't realize that everybody was doing drugs. I, you know, <laughs> I was so oblivious and green to it. I had no idea what everybody was doing. And I, excuse me, and I um, was just absolutely, yeah, green to it, so to say. I did not realize. So, all that body shaming and just judging, just I was not excited about it at all um, and just couldn't stand it. So after a while, I really stopped going out in L.A. Um, but yeah, so comparing U.S. states was really interesting to me. Um, and then as a reminder, I was looking at it from a lens of a 19, 20 year old that, you know, I lived in the suburban areas with wealthy families. I was absolutely blinded, you know, by all that everything is possible in the United States. So especially Missouri, um, like I said, suburban areas, everybody drives big cars. It was just, it seemed like the dream life. I was completely oblivious to the worst areas I was told do not go there you know do not take that exit but when you're coming from Europe where you do not have to deal with any I don't want to say any but less violence than in the United States and you grow up in a safe environment and then you are actually kind of planted into another safe environment but you're just told don't go there don't go here you just don't really realize because you just listen um, which has changed a little later along, along the line. Um, so I was absolutely blinded by that. I mean, there's a lot of differences between the United States and Europe. Um, 
that are you know you can't just forget about I mean it goes from really small things like there's free tap water everywhere when you go to a restaurant um but the waiters are going to be super annoying because 15% tip is required 15 between 15 and 20 percent and they basically just rush you out because they're waiting to get the next group seated um dogs have electric collars that shock them when they go too far which in europe is just considered torture i mean size matters in the states everything comes in extra large foods drinks cars everything your groceries are going to be put into 10 plastic bags and there's going to be constant apologies when somebody just passes you. Excuse me, excuse me, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Food is going to be artificially flavored. Lots of sugar in everything, even yogurt has probably double the amount of sugar than you'd find in a European grocery store. Everything is air conditioned. Is <laughs> is crazy how stores are cooled down. Everyone wears activewear everywhere. <laughs> and besides that, there's many political differences and social differences that I'll just tap into other episodes that will be way too long. <laughs> um, but generally, I mean, there's a much higher density of population in Europe, for example. So also the smaller size of Europe um, probably contributes to the fact that also, Europeans travel a lot more. So what I've noticed is just that when I was talking to Americans, you know, not a lot have been outside of their own country. Um, so, yeah, that that is just probably because European Europe is just smaller in size and it's just easier to hop around and it doesn't seem that much of a jump to leave your borders. Um, so, yeah, when I got there and lived there, my aha moments literally were like, yeah, my reality is not the only reality. My way of living is not the only way of living. And nobody gets to say which one is right or wrong. Just being acceptance of it as long as nobody harms you. So, yeah, when I actually had to go back home in 2018, I literally was a prime example for a reverse culture shock. That actually is a thing. Um, I just felt like nothing's going to be relatable anymore. I had bigger dreams and I was so conflicted with being at home. I felt like, oh, everybody's complaining all the time. And I've literally thought of myself, I've done such a transformation. I am a different person <laughs> and nobody else thinks the way that I think. <laughs> I thought that what I've seen is exactly what I wanted. And I just wanted to go back to the U.S., which I did in the following summer. Um, but I decided to study back home because I found a program that grant me, granted me the opportunity to go abroad for a year. So that was basically the main reason why I did it, um, because I wanted to do an exchange semester in a very exotic place, which was Malaysia. Um, so that was my next super, super cool experience, to be honest, um, you know, I'll never forget the visa process, which was an absolute pain in my butt. Um, and as I got there, um, that was literally the first time where I have really, really felt my own race. I was definitely culture shocked again. I felt out of place sometimes. I felt irritated, surprised. I felt looked at. I felt disregarded. Just, you know, by the way they treat women over there sometimes, I was disgusted by a lot of the food, just all sorts of things. So 
Malaysia is a very diverse country. The main population, or the population basically consists of the um, Malay, Chinese, and Indian culture. And most of the population, between like 60 and 70%, I don't know the exact number, is actually Muslim. So this was a very new environment for me, especially because it is um, very conservative. It is rather strict um, with the rules, do not show a lot of skin. And the majority of women wear a hijab, which is a huge topic in my own country, for example, in Austria. People are kind of like irritated by it, like, "Mm, why do you have to cover yourself that much? Um, So discretion and body language are just two are are just topics like two things to avoid in that moderate conservative environment is um do not really show publicly do not really publicly show your affection so holding hands is okay there kissing might not be drinking alcohol outside designated bars or clubs or even in resort areas you know that that's frequented by foreigners might not be happily seen also there's still polygamy in malaysia which basically means that a muslim man a muslim man can have up to four wives and i mean most muslim marriages are not polygamous but there's still each year more than like a thousand men applying for a polygamous union um so that's new that's different they mostly eat with their hands and um just it it just very different i mean the country itself is you know it's relatively cheap and us going there i was going with two of my best friends now um bobsy and rebecca they really made that um experience amazing contributed a lot to that that remarkable and unique time um we went there and like i said it it was just crazy i have really it was the most adventurous colorful interesting time that i've had abroad super eye-opening joyful and diverse extremely impressive um and we have met so many people that were so interesting i mean we have met most of the people that we hung out with were actually from pakistan iran um one of the guys was from myanmar one of the girls was from malaysia herself actually two of my friends were from malaysia um so it was so nice to just get to know so many different versions and so many different beliefs and religions and i'm super excited to bring on some of those friends to talk about that i have learned so much about islam and i cannot wait to share that um and having one of the one of them talk about it so if you have the opportunity to go abroad to make an exchange to do an exchange semester or to do an internship do it that is definitely my whole message we are living in a globalized world and we get to have understanding for different cultures you'll realize it doesn't matter what you look like who you pray to or what you believe in who you are as a person and how you treat others is what matters So let's just get that out of the way, that all blacks are criminals, all Mexican are drug dealers, all Muslims are terrorists. Fuck that. Literally. Exposing yourself to more situations when you're actually from a different place is the actual strength. Compared to just sitting in the stereotypes that the media funnels into you. And literally so recklessly. (laughs) 
So create your own goddamn opinion. <laughs> Go out and explore and make sure you only talk on what you know. Do not create more stereotypes. Do not create more crap talk. Do not create more hate. You know, how do you feel or why do you feel entitled to make statements about something you have not experienced yourself or just have a different experience than others talk about? So basically, after I got back from Malaysia, I headed back to the States again because I was doing my internship in real estate and tapped into the whole world of entrepreneurs, which is what I am. So I am so excited to share more about my experiences in the following episodes. And if you're interested in that and if you have, you know, a passion for traveling, a passion for just exploring and understanding and just love to listen, I'd be happy to have you on. And thank you so much for listening. I will hear you. I will not hear you. You will hear me. (laughs) But I will talk to you soon and... Have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast, Unbound, where I basically talk about people, places, and perspectives. I cannot wait to post the next episode and have you as one of my listeners. So I'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.